I think it should be illegal to put pasta in your dick hole. Fascist. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to our Valentine's-themed episode. Ooh, Ooh. Valentine's. Give us a little kiss. Mm -hmm. Love you, listener. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Didn't realize you were going in that hard that quick. Oh, my God. Hey, listener, will you be my Valentine? Oh, my God. Check yes or no. It's me, listener. Yes. Oh, my God. (gasps) Well, if you guys are going on a date, tell them what you guys are going to do. So for our Valentine's date today... We're going to be going through a few little themed segments. Um, so we're going to start out with our classic Am I the Asshole? But all of the stories have to do with relationships. Ooh. Spicy. What a wonderful aperitif. Love that. <laughs> then for our main course, we've got our celebrity power couple trivia. Ooh, that doesn't sound like something I'm going to be very good at. I think we're going to find out. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, And finally, we're going to cap it off with a classic tier list. You know it. You love it. Going through different wedding trends and traditions. We've got opinions. You've got ears. Get ready to listen up. We've got a banger for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Am I the Asshole, the fantastic segment where we go to Am I the Asshole on Reddit, find some stories and see who was wrong and who was right. We are Judge, Jury, and Asshole Cushioner. Our verdicts are final, and let's get going. Who wants to go first? I can go first. I would love it if you did. I went first last week, too. I'm kind of just monopolizing the spot, I realize. No, I love it. Call me the Monopoly Man. Okay, Monopoly Man. To be fair, <laughs> Gabby went first like 8 million times Yeah, in a row, for the so. first like 15 episodes. Yeah. You guys, it's Valentine's week. You know what I got for you. I went outside to the wedding story tree and I picked a fresh one for us. Yay. It's nice and ripe and juicy. Oh my God, it's but- bulging. this particular wedding story has an additional tidbit with one of our other favorite topics that comes up through am i the asshole post so get excited oh you stopped by the tidbit bush on your way back inside (laughs) (laughs) tidbits are actually root vegetables you just sound stupid now that's so embarrassing that was pretty embarrassing yeah seriously get your agriculture in order anyways would i be the asshole for picking and choosing children that are allowed to attend my future wedding depends I, 25 female, got engaged to Mark, 23 male, on January 6th. You really want to know where I was January 6th. We both knew it was going to happen on that date, and we have already started planning our wedding. The topic of who we are inviting has been pushed to the side, but now since we are supposed to send out invites within the next month, it has been dot 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 rough. Not between us, thank God, but with some other people. We want his niece and nephew there, and I want some of my younger cousins there, as well as my goddaughter. The ages of these kids range from 3 to 14. These kids are always well-behaved, but the rest of the kids in the family are downright terrors. The issue now. We were at his mother's house for a congratulations dinner for us and discussing invites with his sister, and his aunt overheard the conversation and later freaked because her grandbabies were not on the list of approved kids. Instead of coming up to us and asking why, she waits until dinner to say what was up and starts listing the kids that were on the list. Long story short, we left early with his sister and went to go eat dinner at a restaurant because there was too much chaos. I love the other kids, I really do, but this is my wedding and I want it to be as perfect as possible. And the kids screaming in the middle of the ceremony because they are bored is not a part of my plan. Should I cave and invite the other kids or should I not invite any kids? I think neither of those options. I think have who you want at your wedding and you don't need to have anyone else. Yeah, she's missed option three, which is just do what you were planning to do regardless. 
You are going to get blowback from your family, though. So I think there is a discussion here that leaves the asshole realm and enters the pragmatic realm, which is, is it worth having your wedding be exactly the way you want if it means that, I mean, your grandmother is going to hate you for the rest of your life? Yes. And also you might have to accept that like, hey, your aunt and uncle can't come if they can't bring their kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like not everyone can get a sitter. They might not be comfortable. You're going to lose people or they might just be pissed off and be like, cool, we're not coming. But it sounds like right off the bat, Gabby and I are pretty aligned on invite who you want. What do you think, Em? I am also very much in that realm. I think I've been to weddings with kids and I've been to weddings without kids. It just ranges on what you want, what your priorities are. Like you said, Ryan, at that point of just understand that you're going to be pissing off your aunt, I believe it was, and she's not going to be happy and you might create a lot of tension there, but I don't know. It's your wedding. You're the one paying for it. You're the one throwing it. I don't think you have to have people there who you don't want there. And I understand that sometimes you do have to be flexible and like shift that viewpoint around, but this does not feel like one of those cases. Do you guys think it's tactless for her to be picking and choosing like this? Because it really does ID with specific flags. Like, Hey, I hate your kid. It is like, even if she's saying, I love all the kids, you know what I mean? Like that's how it comes across if you're a parent. Potentially. Oh, yeah, for sure. It would be worse if it was like within one immediate family. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like she's like oldest and youngest can come. Middle child get fucked. Um, (laughs) As usual. So is it tactless? Maybe. Do I care? No. (laughs) I think it's definitely tactless. As we have learned through many, many wedding stories of Emma the asshole, someone's going to be upset about something, whether it is your pineapple chocolate chunk cake (laughs) Whether if it is a necklace that you are wearing, whether if it's your sister got engaged before, someone's going to be upset and you do just kind of have to ignore it at some point and just prioritize like what you want there. Do you guys want to know what Reddit has labeled her? I would like to know this. Yeah. My guess is that Reddit is going to say not the asshole. I mean, based on your tone, I think they labeled her the asshole. They labeled her the asshole. Big time, big time asshole. Okay. So one important distinction to note with this story is that um, it was edited out, but she did initially call it a child-free wedding, which a lot of people have taken issue with in the comments. Oh no, yeah. The biggest mistake you could make on Reddit is to do a syntactical error. Yes. um, (laughs) And a lot of people were like, well, you're the asshole because this isn't a child-free wedding. And she, she this this poster is fighting for her life in the comment section. <laughs> she is responding to every comment being like, yes, I've changed it. I realize I shouldn't have called it a child-free wedding. Yes, I've changed it. I realize I sh- she's out there. She's doing God's work. But anyways, that's, I like kind of feel for her. Cause like she's 23. She's newly engaged, very excited, planning a wedding. And now she's got the whole internet jumping down her throat. Yeah. For misusing the phrase child free, which we know is a Reddit favorite. Yeah. So let's hear some comments. Is it all just that she's misspoken here? No, it's not all that. This one says, you're the asshole. Quote, I want a child free wedding, but with kids makes no damn sense. You're blatantly discriminating against select family members. Discriminating? Is it discrimination to not invite someone to a party if you don't like them? (laughs) That just feels like making choices, right? It depends why you don't like them, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent point. Um, Let's hope discrimination isn't a factor here. Yeah, no, I think they're just annoying. This comment says you would be the asshole for picking and choosing. My advice is to go child free and remember that people with small kids will most likely decline to attend if you do so. And they will not be asshole for choosing their kids ahead of your wedding 
Or you can say very bluntly, well-behaved children are welcome, disruptive children and their parents will be escorted out and enforce it. This, however, is almost certainly guaranteed to stir the drama pot. Oh my God, yeah. That feels like a much more intense solution than just being like, no, I'm not inviting your kid in the first place. Kind of a terrible suggestion, actually. Yeah, it's let's just kick the can down the road to the day of the event, aka the point where everything comes to a head and it's at its most stressful. It's also just way more aggro. What parent would self-identify as having poorly behaved children, you know? Mm. Yeah. Honest ones. I think if my mom got an invite that said that poorly behaved children will be escorted out with their parents when I was like eight or nine, I don't think she would have not gone, but she definitely would have sat my ass down and been like, don't fuck this up, Ryan. You better keep it together in there. But this is the thing is I feel like a parent of a small child Child? A small child? Child. I feel like the parent of a small child should do that before they go anyway. That's a good point. Oh, they said you have to behave at this wedding, therefore you have to behave. No, you should just like be regardless of whether you're not asked to. This is an interesting comment. We'll be the judge of that. Yes, it's another comment saying you're the asshole. You sounds like you have lots of kids coming. Why are you including some and not others? That's She was pretty clear about that, commenter. Yes. Because some of those kids suck. This person commented, so basically you would punish well-behaved kids and their parents because some badly behaved kids exist. The exclude all well-behaved kids because some bad ones would do bad things is not as noble as people put it. Sir, this is Wendy's. Also, not getting to go to a wedding as an eight-year-old is not a punishment. That's like a huge W. For sure. Oh, not for me. I used to actually sneak in and- You were a wedding crasher. I lived very close to a wedding venue and so I would sit- (laughs) in trees and watch it. I realize how weird this is making me seem now. It doesn't make you sound weird. It makes you sound like the prologue chapter to a YA book. Yeah, this is the intro to um, Bride Wars when they're putting pillowcases on their heads like it's a veil. Yes, it was very Bride Wars of me. I would just go during the summer. There was like a wedding there every Saturday night and I would just go and sit and hang out. But if this is Bride Wars, I do you have dibs on being Anne Hathaway? That's fine. I would love to be Kate Hudson. She's having her moment. June June wedding at the plaza. You down? Oh my god! Same day. We can same fist day. fight. Yeah, we can literally have a fist <laughs> fight down the aisle. Ryan does none of this, anyways. Yeah, I was completely zoned out. I my eyes glazed over. Literally, there's so many comments being like, "That's not what child free means." Okay. Literally, shut up. Anyways, I think. All of these ones saying that she's the asshole is wrong. I think not the asshole, but you do have to just accept the consequences of your choices and if and do what you want, but understand you're going to have to cut your losses in some areas. Yeah, I think not the asshole, but I think you just shouldn't go ahead with this plan. I know it's your special day, completely fair, but if it were down to me, I would choose to avoid the headache. Yeah, not the asshole, but tread lightly. Mm. Yes. Case closed. Okay, I've got a story. Oh, do you? I teased it before we started. Sorry, listeners. This will be a fresh one for you at home. Fresh for me, too, because I wasn't listening to her. Ah! Okay. My boyfriend is quitting his job to become a professional wrestler. How can I get through to him that this is a bad idea? I was listening, actually. I'm very excited. John Cena. That's the Brooklyn theme. (laughs) Very good. Who's everyone's favorite WWE superstar? I'm a big Rey Mysterio guy. I know one, and it's John Cena. Mine is this man. Um, Mm. Nacho Libre? Randy Orton? So she's age 39. We both work full time, but we don't make a lot of money from our jobs. We do make above minimum wage and both our checks are necessary to pay the bills. He's also very obsessed with wrestling. He watches it multiple times a week and often goes to local shows around us. He also blows a lot of money on crap. Okay. (laughs) Great start. 
like buying actual gear the wrestlers wore in the ring. We also have two kids aged 17 and seven. Mm. Oh. His boss called the house the other day. He asked if my boyfriend was okay and that he suddenly quit today. I told him I had no idea what was going on. He got home. I asked why he quit. He sat the family down and said he was pursuing a childhood dream. He was going to train to become a professional wrestler and was quitting to pursue that. I asked how we'd pay for that, and he said we could get it out of the savings account. I asked about bills, and he said we'll just have to cut back, maybe get cheaper plans on internet and cancel the Netflix, and buy generic groceries. (laughs) I don't know what to do. He's in his 40s and not much of an athlete. He's on the husky side, and he's five foot eight. (laughs) I guess it wasn't enough to watch this crap every week. Now he wants to be in the show. I tried telling him this, and he brought up how many wrestlers got started when they were older, and a lot of wrestlers have been overweight. I tried telling him to at least work part-time, but he said it takes dedication, and he's sick of working like a dog all day. Quote, it's time I do something for myself. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he's having a midlife crisis. I don't know what to do about this. How can I get through to him? We can't afford for him to go through with this, and he's not built for wrestling. I will really quickly come to his defense on the overweight and older thing. That's 100% true, because wrestling isn't fighting, it's acting. And so there are a lot of wrestlers who, you know, there are a ton that are in insane shape, but there's a bunch who are in decent shape. That said, how old is he? 41. 41 is, I mean, I don't know if your body can take what you have to do. Put it through to be a professional wrestler, especially if you have no training. Well, not if you work part time. That's why you got a hard commit. <laughs> See, this is also where my so my older brothers were wrestlers. Oh, we need to know something. What? Is he trying to be like proper form, actually getting down on the mat wearing a unitard? Or is he talking about like showbiz wrestling where you're wearing a costume, you have a gimmick? I will I will get us some more information. He, he said WWE, so that's the fake stuff, right? Yeah. Did, did he say that? Did or he did say I WWE? Say that? I, think I don't I think said he did. Because that. No. that was my first thought was oh. showtime wrestling. No mention of WWE. I will I'll do a deep dive. Okay. Because if he wants to be a Olympic wrestler, then there's not a chance in hell. So it says that he watches indie wrestling. That strikes me as WWE style. Yeah, sorry to all the the wrestle heads at home. Yeah, when you look up indie wrestling, like these are the images. Mm. It's WWE. Yeah, it's MFers doing suplexes. Okay, so he he wants to be a WWE wrestler. Mm. Not great. What? Well, I support his dream, but he shouldn't be pursuing it. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, like I. I'm not going to tell him that he's dumb for having a dream. Right. But he's dumb for like putting his family in financial harm to pursue it. Yeah. Yes. Like I get that he's like, I'm tired of working my job. I'm doing all this. All of that kind of changes when you have kids and like dependence on you. Mm -hmm. You can't just quit your job without consulting your wife, without consulting your family and like looking at the needs there because it's not about you anymore. It's the same as saying I'm quitting my job and I'm becoming a rock star. You know? Yeah. Yeah. While having no musical training. (laughs) True. Like, that's fine if you're, like, 17. Right. But when you have a 17-year-old child, it's a different dynamic. What does Reddit think? So, the top comment, which seems to be getting a lot of agreement. If this were me, I'd tell him I would support him if he does three things. First, call his boss and ask for a week off instead of fully quitting. This is non-negotiable. If the boss says no, he has to come back immediately, ask husband to negotiate a time off in the near future. Second, during his time off, I'd give him support to set up his pro wrestling scheme. He needs to start by jogging, benching, and recording his reps, weights, etc., and set up goals. 
Third, he needs to manage all the bills with cash. He needs to print out all due dates and then go to the bank and withdraw all of the amounts in cash and put it in envelopes ready to be paid. If there's not enough money to do that for the bills due, this means you guys don't have enough cash reserves to pay for one month of living expenses. He needs to know that, accept that, and offer alternative cash solutions. I think that's all pretty solid advice. Yeah. However, even if he does all those things, I hate to say it, but he probably still shouldn't try to become a wrestler. I mean, one month isn't enough, right? Like he's not going to be taking home any funds after a month of pursuing this goal. If he had six months in reserve, maybe we can start talking. Yeah. And they're also saying training costs money, gym membership, trainer, gear, boots, traveling to shows. Yeah. It just feels like this isn't feasible. My biggest gripe is the fact that he did all of this just thinking only of himself completely selfish. Like I said, it's fine to have a dream. It's fine to have something that you want to pursue and maybe you can do it on the side and maybe you can, you know, grow more from there and stuff. Or, you know, you talk to your wife and she's supportive and she's like, okay, I'll pick up more time at work and, you know, be the, the main sort of earner for the family. You do not just quit your job and be like, yeah, I guess we'll just like have to cut back on food yeah he he wasn't saying we're cutting back on trips to hawaii you know he was immediately going for the bills for for groceries and internet which i'd you know are two very important and essential things yeah him being like it's fine we'll just get generic groceries was very funny to me but yeah i mean i think for any reason if you know your partner who you're raising kids with comes home and is like hey i quit my job today i did not consult you and i'm not planning on getting another one issue it's it's unacceptable And it's killing me. I was coming in wanting to support this guy and honestly, like, go become a stan for him. (laughs) But as soon as he had two kids and he didn't even talk to his wife about it, I just couldn't jump aboard. No, I know. Like, I can see a universe where it's like, yay, good for him. He's like a silly TikToker. And he's like, my journey to becoming a pro wrestler of 41. I've already got his gimmick. He's the family man. Oh, hilarious. The wife and kids come to the match and like, you know, she walks him out like they have the the ring girls do it. But she's the ring girl. But she's got a water bottle and a fanny pack and snacks. Oh, my God. She's got snacks. But in order to have that, he would have to consult her ahead of the match, which we know he wouldn't do. Exactly. That's the the main problem. (laughs) No. Business inquiries. You can DM us at what.tfpodcast on Instagram. We offer wrestling consultancy and family therapy. Yeah, so I'm going to say she's not the asshole, and he is. Yeah. Yeah. Case closed. Case closed. Mans, touch some grass, please. Mm. I think he's touched too much grass, you know? He's high I, I, as I think fuck. he's baked, yeah. <laughs> I want to see where she is now. That post was a year old. Oh, my God. Post from one day ago. Would I be wrong to ban my son, Seven, from watching anime and reading manga? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh my God, she's posted, she's posted it like so many times. Dude, this woman's life is hell. (laughs) All right, go on. Am I the asshole for not telling my boyfriend I was going to a Chippendale-esque show? What Chippendale show? Did she just go to like the musical Full Monty? Oh my God, my boyfriend is in denial that he needs glasses. Uh, I'm concerned about the anime my son, 17 male watches. What should I do? Oh my God. Wait, what is he watching, though? At least one quarter of his movies had suggestive covers, were rated 18 plus, and prominently showed half-naked girls on the cover. Even Yu-Gi-Oh! He said it's a kid's show, as did IMDb's Parents Guide, but there's a blonde woman walking around half-naked. That doesn't seem like a kid's show. He's 17, though. 
So it's not really relevant if it's a kid's show. I saw a girl called Strawberry Marshmallow. Excuse me? I saw a show called Strawberry Marshmallow, which had a girl who looked 12 at most in a bikini. Same with manga. Some of his had full-blown nudity. A lot of the manga also had girls with non-human characteristics like elf ears. He read something called Plus Size Elf. (laughs) Dude, this is fascinating. Strawberry Marshmallow is a Japanese manga series written and illustrated by, yes... Uh, about the adventures of four elementary school girls and their older sister figure. <laughs> Would I be the asshole if I got rid of the carpet in our house? By carpet, yes, I do mean carpet on the floor, not the slang for something else. Thanks, Queen. My son got in trouble over something stupid and ridiculous. Her whole life. Strife. Yeah. My spouse's obsession with wrestling is ruining our relationship. Oh my God. Did he change his phone background to a picture of John Cena? For as long as I can remember, my spouse has been big into wrestling. He drags me to an indie show on weekends, despite me not being a fan. He spends a lot of money on merchandise, and three days a week, he changes the channel to watch it. Even if I'm watching a movie or something, he'll snap it off. I try to be supportive, but I don't get the appeal of watching sweaty, half-naked guys pretending to fight. She's so wrong for that. Last night, he decided to do something that made me oversleep for work the next day and got me in danger of being fired. I had to work the afternoon to night shift over the weekend and the day before. He dragged me to a wrestling show. He originally planned for it to be a date night for us, but he changed that when he found out someone he really liked was performing in our town. I swear I even heard him crying about it when he read the news. I got all dressed up because I thought we were going to a fancy restaurant like planned, but instead he took us to the show. After the show, I was bored out of my mind and I wanted to go home. I had the night shift the next day, but he really didn't want us to leave. Instead, we went to the back door of the building and we waited for the wrestlers to leave the place. He wanted to meet the wrestler he worships and get his autograph. We took the same car and I didn't want to be stranded. (laughs) Six hours we had to wait. Oh my God. I tried calling a cab for me or something, but he wouldn't let me. He begged for me to just wait. I checked my phone. It was after 3 a.m. that we are waiting by the door. Pitch black outside in a rough part of town. He didn't give up. He insisted. At almost four in the morning, the guy he likes came out. My boyfriend tried talking to him and the guy just said, sorry, I'm running late. He didn't get an autograph. We went home and I slept in by mistake. I was late for work and now I'm in danger of being fired since I was somewhat groggy on the job. All of this over wrestling. More, more content. My son, six male, spent summer with his grandparents and now wants to watch nothing but old TV shows. Monsters, Andy Griffith, etc. Is this Monsters, healthy? Let's go. Oh, yeah, you can watch Andy Griffith. Come on. Is it healthy to watch Andy Griffith? <laughs> well, debatable, but it's fine. It won't hurt his development. But I was really hoping she's gonna be like, yeah, and now he won't start watching Frasier. I tried to serve him some <laughs> apple juice and he was like, mm, Fruit Loops should be paired with pear juice. My boyfriend has no energy for me and rarely shows me affection. The only time he has energy is when he tries to get hugs and kisses from female wrestlers in a show we go to. Dude, her life is actually (laughs) terrible. But please read me the story Uh, while we're here. Yeah, I mean, this is thrilling. This is the most excited I've ever seen you in my entire life. Because they all have like four upvotes. Like (laughs) no one has seen these but us. Mm. I mean, I feel bad like blowing up her spot. Well, she posted it on the internet. This is her post on r slash dead bedrooms. Oh. My boyfriend never really shows an interest in sex anymore. It feels like we're roommates. The kids are growing up and he spends all his time at work or at home. He's in a recliner watching TV all day or napping in the chair. I assumed it was just a low libido thing. He's been like this for a while. He says he's tired from work. 
He never has any energy and even has me just bring meals to his chair. Jesus. He doesn't really show me any affection anymore. This wouldn't be a problem for me, but there's something else. The only time I ever see him have any energy at all is when we go to a local wrestling show. Mm-hmm. This oh is my God. This fascinating. The, the through line of wrestling. Like, yeah. I. <laughs> the man loves wrestling. The man loves wrestling. These are over the course of like years as well. Yeah. My boyfriend is an indie wrestling fan. Yeah, we know. There's a small local show we go to every Saturday. Every Saturday. Every Saturday. Randy Orton. Watch out, watch out. There's this one wrestler. When she comes out, she's always laughing and runs around high-fiving fans. Not a big deal, but sometimes she'll hug fans. Usually just three or four. She'll sometimes even kiss them on the cheek during the hug. My boyfriend always, when she comes out, he will stand up and cheer loudly for her and hold his arms open. She'll hug him when she comes out. He does it every week for her. Sometimes she ignores him, but often she'll do it. She even once kissed him on the cheek. I know it's unlikely he'd leave me for the lady wrestler (laughs) it's not unlikely at all do you think that's why he's becoming a wrestler yes an indie wrestler i think you need to sign up to wrestle her beat her ass and then beat his later i don't want to condone violence i will say that was the top comment and it's not even close Mm. to be fair i think that's a bad call i think you should start trying to compete for her affections when he's trying to get hugs you start going in for hugs oh my god she always wears what looks like a spandex one-piece bathing suit and her butt cheeks partially hanging out (laughs) what makes anime so special like why are there entire subcultures around it and not other foreign cartoons this person is really confused about anime a sex offender moved into our neighborhood and our son's response has me worried i think that this woman may partially be in a hell of her own creation am i would i be the asshole for destroying my brother's marijuana <laughs> what do you mean by destroying? If you're what? setting it on fire, that's how you're supposed to use it. Is anime, specifically Yu-Gi-Oh, appropriate for kids? I have a concern. Need help deciding. Need help. You do need help. <laughs> Thank you for coming on that adventure with me. It was a beautiful adventure. <laughs> What's your guys' favorite soup? Oh, favorite soup? Do you like a minestrone? Minestrone? I do not. What is that? I it's got like pasta in it. Oh, what about like an Italian wedding soup? That's delicious. Never had it. You know what my least favorite soup is? And this might be controversial and I don't even care. French onion. I don't Wrong. like it. I think because I had it once and then I got very ill because I think it was made with like a beef broth. That's um, valid, but it being a bad soup is invalid and your opinion <laughs> is wrong. It's like, you know, when you eat something and it makes you sick, like I got sick when I was like eight after eating a Wendy's Frosty and then I just didn't eat another one for like 10 years. Honestly, that's currently me with Dishoom doll and it's really sad. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. I would encourage both of you to be built different. I would encourage you to suck a fat chode. I can't. Last time I sucked a fat chode, I threw up. So I just not anymore. <laughs> All right, now it's time for a quiz round. I, as a person, know absolutely nothing about celebrities. Can't remember their names, can't remember their faces. Celebrity couples, even worse. That's two people, which means it's twice the things for me to not remember. The girls, however, are normal people who know certain things about people who exist outside their little bubble. And they're going to give me a quiz on who's who in the dating realm of the rich and powerful. So they're going to give me three sets of couples. Two of them are real, one of them's fake. And it's my job to try to figure out which the fake one is. Yeah, we're not going to try to trip you up. These are like something that I think the average bear would know. I appreciate that. And (laughs) as we will find out very quickly, you don't need to try to trick me. This is going to go super poorly. (laughs) I know. I keep trying to think like really out of the box, but. Well, let's let's get straight into it. Wait, here's just a trial round for you. Can you name just some of Pete Davidson's girlfriends? Yes. 
Ariana Grande. Okay, that's a good start. Because of the song. Kim Kardashian, because of In Bed With Your Wife, bleh. Yes. My girl's a lawyer, by the way. My girl is a lawyer. Mm. Gigi Hadid, maybe? Is that real? No, but she does make an appearance on our list. She does make an appearance on our list. Okay. Should we just jump into it? You want to start us out, Gabby? First up, we have Gen Z thirst trap icons. We have Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham. Okay. Selena Gomez and The Weeknd. Okay. Florence Pugh and Timothy Chalamet. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to say there's no way it's Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham. Those two have never met. There's not a chance in hell. Okay. Uh, They just don't give the energy of two people who have met. Second, <laughs> we had The Weeknd and Selena Gomez. I am just now learning that The Weeknd is a man <laughs> and not two days out of seven. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> and then last up, we have Florence Pugh and Timothy Chalamet, our little women icons. Here's the thing about Timothy Chalamet. Timothy is a whore. And so I think, what? <laughs> I think the odds are good. That if there's a woman, he's dated her. So I'm going with. <laughs> okay. I'm going with three. I think it's there. They're the couple. Selena Gomez and The Weeknd. I don't think that they're real either, but they're more likely than Phoebe Bridgers, who does indie songs, and Bo Burnham, who has a song called The Clan Cookout. <laughs> so the fake couple, therefore, Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham. They have actually just stepped out as a proper couple for the first time. She ended her engagement with Paul Mescal. Paul Mescal. Allegedly. This is all rumored. Who the fuck but is it, Paul Mescal? Very. Um, is, is he like. Um, Irish actor. Irish. Well, then wait, which one was fake? Florence Pugh and Timothy Chalamet are not dating. She was actually dating Zach Braff until very recently. And they have never. Da- I mean, to my knowledge, they have never dated. Also, Timothy Chalamet, I think, hasn't really date, had been in like a high profile relationship. So it's hilarious that you're like. This man's a whore. He has the haircut of a slut. He's got slut slut vibes. Yeah. He did date Lily Rose Depp. She's nothing. I spent most of this morning confusing one of the Presley girls with Lily Rose Depp because I don't know. Why not? They're just Nepo babies. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, that's probably the same. Ryan, are you ready for the next round? I was born ready. This round is all about the best Jonas brother. Which one is it? Wait a minute. That I didn't sign up for this. (laughs) Which one is it, Ryan? Joe, I guess. He's the leader, right? (laughs) Yes. Which is hilarious. Kevin's older. Yeah. Yeah, but he's got bad hair. (laughs) You can't be the boss and have bad hair. This round is all about Joe Jonas, the man himself. Great. So first couple, we have Joe Jonas and Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. The second couple, we have Joe Jonas and Gigi Hadid. And the third couple, we have Joe Jonas and Bella Hadid. Oh, what the hell? (laughs) <laughs> that's not fair um okay there are no rules let's puzzle this through now taylor swift definitely dated a jonas because there's love stories about a jonas brother mm-hmm. and False. oh well me being like yes as you go like <laughs> no <laughs> i'm sorry i don't i didn't mean to have like a hermione granger moment there i'm physically incapable of not correcting people when they get taylor swift facts wrong mr perfectly fine is about a jonas brother fact i think it's about joe jonas that sounds right to me so i'm gonna say that one's real okay now we have joe jonas and Gigi hadid i think that's the older sister because Gigi sounds like it's an older name than bella bella's got some twilight energy to it and that makes it feel younger 
I love this. That's funny. And Joe would never date someone named Gigi because then people would ship them as G. Joe and that's no good. G.I. Joe. Yeah, exactly. G.I. Joe. So they're either G.I. Joe. Pork chop sandwiches. Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here. G.I. Joe. Or they're Joji. Go ahead. And I, both of those are taken. So that, that can't be it. But then again... Joe and Bella just seems wrong to me, you know? I'm a little lost, but fair enough. Bella's too young for him. How old do you think Bella Hadid is? 26. I think that that's right. <laughs> oh, let's go. And Gigi Hadid is, is 32, as is Joe Jonas. That's, so That's incorrect. I think I would know. So the, the fake one is, is Joe Jonas and Bella Hadid. Ryan, you're right. Let's go. You, I'm so impressed with you. Give me another one. I'm on a hot streak. Okay. This round is... Male comedians. <laughs> Let's go. Strap in. First up, we have Eric Andre and Emily Rodakowski. Are you familiar with this woman? Emily, I think, is a model. Yes. Yeah. I feel like Emily Rodakowski would be like, I'm not a model. I'm a creator. And at some point, it's like, but you're you're a model. You know what I mean? I'm a little lost. We have Andy Samberg and Scarlett Johansson. We have John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Um, Andy Samberg's the lie. Why is that? Because Emily Blunt, the first person to find out she was pregnant, was on the set of Edge of Tomorrow. And the first person she told was Tom Cruise. And then Tom Cruise told Krasinski. How do you, like, not know anything about so, any of this but know that? So I know that they're together. And then I think it just makes sense, the Eric Andre and and, and Emily. Like, they, they just have the right energy, I think. Like, they would do well together for four to six dates um, and then... <laughs> break it off because it's just sort of irreconcilable lack of common ground. Scarlett Johansson is in a completely different world to Andy Samberg. In my opinion, they're both, you know, obviously talented, but Andy does like TV and she does movies. So it feels like they wouldn't have met. <laughs> I love that. So you can't sit with us. Yeah. So I think that's the fake one. Okay. Interesting. You are correct, but your reasons are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How are my reasons wrong? Because she's actually dating Colin Jost. She's married and has a child with Colin Jost. She is with Colin Jost. Okay. Well, does Colin Jost do TV? He's a, he's an SNL guy, just like Andy Samberg was. Oh, well, maybe it works out for some people. <laughs> I'm okay. doing way better than I thought I would. Yeah, it's like kind of pissing me off. This one I'm calling the A-listers round. Oh. First up, we have George Clooney and Meryl Streep. Then we have Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. And we're rounding it off with Chris Martin of Coldplay fame. Oh, thank you. I didn't know. And Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, interesting. Okay. I think this one's tough. Chris and Gwyneth Paltrow. They make sense together. And the reason is because I think Gwyneth Paltrow, her whole vibe is like, I'm going to put a rock in my vagina and quietly listen to Coldplay in my left ear and a waterfall in my right ear and maybe <laughs> cry a little bit. And I, so I cigarette. think that they would do well together. So I think that's real. Then we have George Clooney and Meryl Streep. Now, I don't know anything about either of these people. George Clooney is an actor who sells, I think, tequila and coffee separately. And Meryl Streep is one of the greatest actresses who's ever lived, mm -hmm. but I could not name three films she's been in. I think she's in Devil Wears Prada. That is correct. And I believe that she's in Fantastic Mr. Fox, where she is married to George Clooney. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are, are, have definitely dated. I, I don't know why. I think it's just, it's vibes again, where I'm like, well, he's got that hair and she's in like her early 30s. So they've dated. Uh, I'm going with Meryl Streep. George Clooney is the fake one. You are correct. Let's go. Yeah, so Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis met on the set of that 70s show. Hmm. 
where she was 14 and he was 17. Okay. I guess she had a crush on him. They were like dating in the show. I will say, I actually don't know anything about Ashton Kutcher. My mental image of him is entirely built off of the way that the name sounds. I sort of imagine him as a sort of 90s skater boy, tall and lanky, but like sort of crypto jacked, medium length hair, uh, brown. No, dirty blonde. I hate how right <laughs> you are. This was him on that 70s show. Oh, I, I pretty much nailed it. Yes. Yeah, you did. Okay, final round. For all the marbles. For all the marbles, Ryan. Mm -hmm. This one right here. Give it to me. This is what I call women in film, part three. First up, we have Reese Witherspoon and Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh, now I'm in it. After that, we have Zendaya and Andrew Garfield. That's the lie. After that, we have Blake Lively and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I went too hard on the Loved Zendaya. Andrew Garfield. Well, I just thought that like he's like 20 years older than her. Like Zendaya is like 24, right? And Andrew Garfield's like 40. I think Andrew Garfield's like 33. Oh, this is, I think we finally found the round where I'm completely stumped. Because Blake Lively, I don't have a slot in my brain to store any information about her. So I just replace it with Avril Lavigne's information. <laughs> um, so very incorrect. Every, well, no, 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 no. It's not incorrect. It's just wrong. It's not incorrect. It's just wrong. Yeah. Incorrect okay. implies that there was some way for me to have this information. I'm telling <laughs> you, it doesn't go in. I just save it all under Avril Lavigne. And okay. It just gets wiped. So do I think that Avril Lavigne dated... Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't, which doesn't help me. Okay, let, let me revisit that one. We might be here for a while. Zendaya and Andrew Garfield really doesn't make sense to me. And I think it's a similar Andy Samberg, Scarlett Johansson energy where I'm just like, I don't know, man. Why would they have even met? They're both in Spider-Man movies. I haven't seen that new Spider-Man. I forgot. But come on, you can't hide this intel from me. They met on the set of that film. That was already when she was dating Tom Holland. Now, the third option. Reese Witherspoon and Jake Gyllenhaal. Reese Witherspoon and Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Um, Reese Witherspoon. I know that she is in Legally Blonde. Elle Woods. Sorry, our mistake. Yes. Courtney, take your break. Yeah, it, all of this. She's great in that. I know she is a cookbook full of homespun Southern recipes. I did not know that. Uh, yep. She's got a recipe for buttermilk. That's pretty good. But who's been churning her butter? Who's been, that's what I'm really trying to figure out. And I don't, I don't know because I've already forgotten the man that we're discussing. <laughs> I don't oh think we can goodness. do this segment again. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. We're discussing Reese Witherspoon and Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. That's right. Okay. So he was Mysterio in the Spider-Man 2 movie. Mm -hmm. He is not Ryan Gosling. That is true. And that's about as much as I've got. So I think the wrong one is Andrew Garfield and Zendaya. I don't think they dated. Ryan, you're correct. Let's go. I'm very impressed. For what it's worth, I was mistaken about his age. I did look it up and he is 39. Yeah. Um, I still don't see them in opposite worlds. I mean, they're both just really big movie stars right now. Well, that concludes our segment. I, that went better than I thought it would. I actually think now that I'm running it through the dome piece, it might have been harder for me to pick the real from two, like two fake, one real. Yeah, I think it's just really hard to come up with convincing sounding fake ones is the issue I ran into. I think if I've learned anything here, he knows a lot less than we think. <laughs> what the fuck? 
I think now that we know your lines of logic, it can be easier to dupe you going forward. Yes. I think that's fair. The thing that I found most shocking is that you just replace all information on Blake Lively with Avril Lavigne. Yeah. They aren't similar. No. But I'm not going to, <laughs> I'm not going to meet either of them, so it shouldn't matter. Ryan, I've got some sound bites that I want from you here, and I've got some questions for you. Right now? Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I want to know, before we get into this, I want to know, as someone who presumably didn't spend all of their middle school years on Pinterest planning out a wedding that you probably thought was going to happen when you were 23, because like that seemed like an adult age to you, how much can you tell me about a wedding and like wedding traditions and things like that? I'm just curious. Yeah. Not to reinforce, I guess, a negative stereotype, but I know basically nothing. Here's what I know about weddings. Only the bride can wear white. Correct. We've read enough Am I the Assholes to mm -hmm, know that much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm curious to know what your dream wedding would look like Ooh. because you know less about like what's conventional. Yeah. If you could like do anything, you're a blank canvas. Hmm. Honestly, I haven't given it that much thought. Do we want to do a Ryan's dream wedding segment at the end of this? I, I do. I think that's okay. really cute. I think okay. you can I'll think, think about I'll it I'll think more. about it now. Hello, everyone. It's now time for us to do one of our famous tier list segments. What is our tier list on, girls? Weddings. Wedding traditions slash trends. So yes. for the second segment in a row, I don't really know what's happening. But, <laughs> but it's the Valentine's Day episode. We got to stay on theme. Let's go. What better way to do that than by roasting things that people do because they love each other? What? Reddit loves a wedding story. And I feel like up to now, we haven't really weighed in on our personal preferences. So this is very it's true. exciting for We me. have weighed in on a lot of other people's stuff. <laughs> Here's what we got doing battle today on the tier list. The garter toss, child free weddings. Pet as flower girl slash ring bearer. Smearing cake in face at reception. Dessert. Should dessert be cake? It says cake slash dessert. He's being a petulant child. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you said adapt them to, the name them of to like make show. them sound good. So Dude, dessert I said, is bad. Okay. What do you mean dessert is bad? You wrote cake slash dessert. The type of dessert you have. First looks. Unplugged weddings. Destination weddings. Destination batch parties, dress change, and the Pizza Hut player of the game guest tradition that I got to recommend. The girls didn't get any oversight over this. Bridal party co-fraternization. I like that. I think that's a good category. Wait, well done. I don't even understand what that... When like the maid of honor like fucks the best man or something hilarious yeah great category well chosen i know what the people like that's why pizza hut chose me to deliver <laughs> the guest tradition our tier list is very simple if you haven't heard it before it's just the american grading style system so things can either be in a b c d or f tier f being the bottom a being the best of the best also just want to put a little disclaimer out there whatever you do at your wedding as long as it makes you and your partner happy do what's best for you these are our personal opinions. If you have gotten married and did any of these things, we are not judging you. We are not shaming you. It's your day. It's yeah, it's it's your day. Our opinions on it don't matter, but this is our podcast. <laughs> okay, category one. Our first tradition for placement is the garter toss. Gabby, what is a garter toss? Okay, for those who have not had the misfortune of 
witnessing a garter toss. It is something that happens during a wedding reception where the groom removes a garter from the bride, which is a little elastic band, kind of like, lacy, frilly. Frilly, that, yeah. Yeah, that the bride wears on her like upper thigh under her dress. Yes. So he will remove it, sometimes with his hands, sometimes with his teeth, and then shoot it out into the crowd. Of men. Of men. I don't like this. I have been to weddings where the garter toss is involved and I'm viscerally uncomfortable. I mostly just, I mean, again, if you're like fine with it, whatever. The thought of being a bride, sitting there, having your brand new husband put his entire head up your skirt there's so many levels to that that i'm like this is uh uh-uh and also the thought of like doing that in front of my older brothers makes me want to vomit yeah i mean i it's something that i don't like watching it's something that i feel like i would not be comfortable like having happen to me in front of everyone i know not something that i would personally include in a wedding not something that like if someone didn't have it at the reception i'd be like darn it there was no garter toss where's the garter toss i want a refund it's pretty weird i i'd never heard of this until you guys started talking about it earlier it's strange and i do not understand it really and it's feels like it has and i have no historical basis for this but it has the energy of being an old leftover symptom from when everyone would gather around to watch like the first betting or whatever. Like consummation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which, um, yeah, we don't do that anymore. And I think for good reason. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it is a pretty solid F tier with one caveat. And it's this person who a couple weeks ago, I saw it on TikTok, but she shared, she was like, well, I kind of liked the idea of, you know, my husband getting the garter, but I didn't like the idea of doing like a big garter toss. She and her husband, the photographer took pictures of them doing a private garter toss, like on the way up to their hotel room. And it was a vibe. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Like it's boudoir photography, yeah. isn't it? At that yeah. point. Yeah, that's that's pretty fun. It was like really fancy, but like still classy, like boudoir photography. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, honestly, go for it. That's that's pretty cool. Cute. Love it. The big caveat there is that you are not doing this in front of a group of people. Yeah, I'm happy with this in F tier. If it's any higher, I would riot. Where would you put it? Oh, F tier. I was not going to argue for this one. No. Amazing. Okay. I got other things I got to argue about. What is next on the list? Child-free weddings. This one is a classic do what makes you happy to me. Like some people totally want kids there. Some people want some kids there and like are choosy about it. (laughs) We heard about that earlier today. We did. Some people want literally like not a child or anyone under the age of 18 in sight on their wedding day. And like, that's also fine. I kind of just feel like you do what you want. Personally, I'm like, I feel like I would fall somewhere more in the middle of like, I don't know if my brothers had kids or something. I'd be like, I'd want them there like a flower girl or something. I was a flower girl um, back in the day. And that is my proudest achievement. (laughs) But I don't have a strong opinion on this one. I think I would prefer a child free yeah wedding or i've heard of people doing like a child-free reception i think a child-free reception is aces yeah because like parents can let loose a bit you know yeah they're not chasing toddlers around but also some of my favorite memories as a kid um like we still make fun of my cousin for like tearing it up on the dance floor at my aunt's wedding when he was like eight and the pictures are hilarious like that's iconic yeah I also take some amount of issue with the idea of a child-free reception means the parents can tear it up because I think at that point you're making the choice on behalf of the parents. If 
they want, you know, one person to be the DD, one person to who, who can cut loose a little bit. That's fine. If they want to just get a babysitter, they both can can get hammered. That's fine, too. I think I don't feel like the, I need to make that choice on their behalf. Yeah, I think there's nuance. I think it's just a classic do whatever makes you feel good. I'd slide this one into C tier. I was also going to say a C because it does just feel like a like a middle ground. Do what's best for, for you in your life. You know? Yeah, there's ways to do it that are chill. There's ways to do it that are not chill. 100%. Yeah. Next, we have a pet as flower girl slash ring bearer. How do y'all feel? If done well, this owns. I agree. The only issue is that like, I don't know. My cousin did this and it was really cute. Her two brothers kind of walked down the aisle with their dogs and it was really sweet and stuff. But then like someone's got to be in charge of the dogs and like you got to handle the dogs and- you, there's just like so much else to handle on a wedding day that I'm like, this is really cute. How much does it? What's the ROI? Yeah. What is, what is the ROI? And that's the thing. It's like, if you like as a couple have like a dog that is very meaningful to you in your relationship and you're like, I can't imagine this day without them. I think it's very cute. This is where you really need to like take a step back and like know your dog. Cause like, if you've got a little, a little rascal on your hands, Maybe it's not a good idea. We no one wants Rover to take a shit in the middle of the ceremony. Like there's Rover. <laughs> I was also gonna go in on her for that. Yeah. What? I don't know what Gabby don't... from the nineteen fifties. <laughs> um yeah, I think when it's done well, it's really cute. It's it's high risk, high reward, I'd say. What do you think, Ryan? I don't have super strong feelings about this. I agree that if done well, I certainly have no problem with it. I think it's hard to do well. So where do you guys want to put it? I might change my opinion just because like imagine Bob as like a little ring bearer. Bob would never. He would be so good. He would eat the ring. He would eat the ring. He'd have a little tie on. He could be so cute. He would eat the tie. (laughs) He would definitely eat the tie. He rips all collars off from his body. I can't find a collar that will stay on this cat. He would never wear a tie. He would simply never be a ring bearer. But if he could, he'd be so handsome. (laughs) I think this could be in B or C for me. I agree with that. I'm happy with B tier. I'll put it in a B for now. Yeah. How do you guys feel about smearing cake in face at reception? No. Fuck. No. Bad. 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 It's pretty bad. This is one where you really have to be on the same page. That's true. That's true. Alternatively, an adult (laughs) who does not use their hands to eat cake. Like I can understand like a little like, like if a couple is like cutesy and they're like, oh, like beforehand, Mm -hmm. is this okay? Yes. And then boop, little frosting Mm -hmm. on the nose. Nope. Nope. I'm not saying I I like it. I didn't come to a wedding to see people be cutesy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is a step too far. This is a serious, this is a contract signing. I think definitely have to be on the same page because if you do it and the other person's not into it, like that sucks. I think there's not a chance in hell I would be into it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Especially like when the brides get it smeared into them. I'm like, they just, they got their makeup done at 6 a.m. this morning. Mm. They've had it like set and like, like, come on. Oh yeah. And it's like in their hair and they're like running to the bathroom to like take all their makeup off and put it back on. F tier. F tier. It's a strong, strong F for me. Dessert. Love it. Amazing. I will be honest, as a guest, highlight of the reception for me. I love chowing down. 
especially if it's pineapple chocolate chunk because mm. I am from Florida. Oh my God, you have pineapple chocolate chunk. I have vanilla buttercream. Do you maybe want to trade? Oh my God, I would love nothing more. This is such a fun icebreaker for wow. us to meet and chat with each other. <laughs> are we best friends now? I think we are. This is so fun and cool. Anyways, <laughs> I actually, so if we're talking wedding cake to me, mm-hmm. it is a D tier actually. Um, really? If we are talking wedding desserts, it is higher. Here's my reasoning. Wedding cake, it is, have you guys ever looked into how much a wedding cake cost? It's absurd. I have not. It's thousands and thousands of like dollars for one of those, you know, like fancy classic what you think of when you think of a wedding cake. And I know that weddings in general are so much money. And I think that that's a whole other conversation about consumerism and capitalism and that sort of fun stuff. We're (laughs) (laughs) pro-capitalism. I'm with you, though. The cake is too much money. No one eats it. And it's too big. I eat it. (laughs) Okay, at the end of a night at weddings that I guess Gabby isn't at, there is so much cake left over, and that's quite literally just wasted money. I actually think I've talked about it on a podcast episode before. At my friend's wedding one time, they did a really small little cake. Like, I think it was like actually maybe like a store-bought one that they just like gussied up with some stuff for the bride and groom, you know, to do the classic. Here's that kind of stuff. And then they had a pie bar with all different kinds of pie. And there's different flavors. Everyone can have what they want. Wedding cake is oftentimes just one thing. What if you don't like the flavor? What if it's pineapple chocolate chunk? I'm sorry, I'm talking so fast. I'm so passionate about this. There's so much left. It just feels like wasted money. And wedding cake to me is like, I like cake, but it's just, there's better things. There's better things. Pies are superior. Pies are superior. Normalize wedding cobbler. That would be- <laughs> Wow, I've planned out my, that's all I want. That's all I want. Wedding cobbler is really funny. I would get cobbler smeared in my face. No, I wouldn't. That's way too warm. You'll get burns. It's also like way worse than cake. I'd rather have cakes. I don't know. It's it's kind of better. No, it's sticky. It's, yeah. What the? F- Regardless of the dessert, I think it's highly ranked for me. I love a sweet treat. B. I'm happy with a B. It's not going to make or break my night if your cake is a bit shit. I'm also happy with a B. Next up we have first looks. I think it's cute. Guys, what do we mean by that? Okay, a first look is, it's a new one. So it's not the sort of time old groom can't see the bride in her dress before the day, right? No, it's the opposite. It's basically where like the bride and groom have a separate moment to themselves before the ceremony starts. Yeah, and usually it'll be like the two of them, maybe a photographer where they can do, you know, he can kind of have like a first look at her. I guess she can have a first look at him as kind of like a little private moment and you usually get really cute pictures. Everyone's crying. That strikes me as very cute, yeah. It's really lovely and Also, logistically, doing a first look means that you can do a lot of your like more set up pictures so you don't have to take the time out of the reception and the cocktail hour Mm -hmm. to do that, which I think is just from a logistics standpoint is really great. You're talking logistics to me. I'm already putting this thing in A tier. (laughs) Let's go. See, I really like it. I might be too superstitious to do it. Mm. I know that it's silly. I don't know if I could do it. So, so I'm sorry. The tradition is that the first time groom sees it is when he's chilling at the altar when yep, she comes on down. The day. Okay. He's chilling. He's like in like a, a sun well, chair. The first yeah. look is also on the day. It's also yes. on the day. Yeah. So okay. they sleep in separate rooms. Like they do not see each other until she enters the room walking up the aisle. Traditionally, oh. if he sees her prior to that, it is considered bad luck and it will doom the marriage. Like, 
these MFers are waking up that morning, different locations. Yeah, because the brides also get up at 6 a.m. to like start getting hair and makeup done. Right, yeah. Right. And, okay. And the grooms like wake up at noon and have a. And then like rip shots. Have a beer. Yeah. Pretty much always you're in like, you start the day in different locations. Okay. Which I don't like. But you just said that you're superstitious about it. Just because I don't, I mean, I don't like it. Oh, but I, I see. I live in I fear. See. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to put it in A as I... much as it scares me. <laughs> I'm putting it in A. I think a first look is great. I think it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. A tier. Next, let's talk about unplugged weddings, which you're also going to have to explain to me. An unplugged wedding is basically it's like, hey, please don't like take pictures of us on your phones like during the day. That's what the okay. photographer's for. Please don't like post pictures on like your Instagram story. Some people are like, oh, it's just a private moment. Okay. Some people are like genuinely you will block shots that the photographer could get way better. Mm-hmm. Like there's been pictures of like the photographers trying to like get a picture of the bride walking in and it's like some like grandma's got her arm in the aisle holding her like flip phone and it like ruins the shot. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, how do you guys feel about it? I'm a little 50-50 on this because I think unplugged ceremony, yes, definitely unplugged ceremony. I think a non-unplugged reception is is quite fun. I agree. There is a large subset of people now who do wedding content creation, but not in like an influencer way, in like a you hire them to be essentially your person doing like Instagram stories and like iPhone just photos of like little moments and stuff that the photographer might not necessarily get, you know, like the videos of like in the bridal suite getting ready with like all your friends and stuff like that. Kind of like that, actually. As like a side note, you should do that. I I think you'd have a lot of fun with that. I actually think I would be good at it. Yes. Yeah, I like it. It's not even for me as much about like live in the moment and we're all going to experience It's more it for together. the photographer. No, literally. It's just like from a logistics standpoint, I'm going to be so annoyed if your like iPhone 4 is like ruining the shot of like my first look. Yeah. Your yeah. first look. Because <laughs> I'm not doing a first look. Yeah. It's when I it's when I enter. I like this. And I like the idea of having phones at the reception because I think people just wouldn't follow it at the reception. I think they'd have like two beers and just start taking selfies and that's fine. And honestly, I want those selfies. Oh my God, yes. I'm with both of you on this. I'm happy to put this in A, honestly. Let's slap her in A too. I'm also going to put this one in A. Amazing. Love it, love it, love it. Here's something that people have opinions on. Let's hear it. Destination weddings. The big thing with a destination wedding is you have to understand that you are going to lose people. For sure. And you have to be fine with that. And if you're fine with that, do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, I know people who have done destination weddings because they don't want to have to, like, invite everyone that they know. Yeah. (laughs) Which is hilarious. That's clever. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, I think if you want to have a small wedding, like, do that kind of stuff. If you want to have a big wedding and you want a destination wedding and then you're like, these people aren't prioritizing me. Like, no, not everyone can go to, like, Italy for your wedding. For yeah, a, for a week. Like it's it might not be that important to them and it's fine. Gabby looks like she's having an existential crisis at the moment. No, I think it's good. I think I love a destination elopement. I think that's great. I think that that's awesome. But yeah, I don't think I would ever personally have a destination wedding because I understand what a like logistical and financial burden it could be. I think if I could like afford to fly everyone out and like put them up in a hotel, that would be sick. Right, girls, tell me about a dress change. I'm assuming this is the bride switches out of the bridal dress in between the ceremony and the reception. Yeah. Chalk up another one for the big guy. Well done. He did it. So it would be something maybe a bit more casual, maybe a bit easier to dance in. Shorter usually. Yeah. You can even get like convertible dresses where it's like, you can just like pin it up in the back and then it's, it's the same dress. (laughs) 
I think this is smart and fine. I think the only problem is, see, now I'm having like say yes to the dress flashbacks where they're like, well, I need a $10,000 ceremony dress and a $10,000 Panina Tournay reception dress. Otherwise, my wedding is garbage. Yes, that is my thing is, again, just thinking about if your dream is having both dresses like a bridal dress and a reception dress go for it like do what makes you happy yeah i think like having one that's more fun to dance in super cool and fun if you're blowing your budget on a dress already that you are going to wear once and like don't get me wrong i love wedding dresses but like they are so expensive for a dress for a one-time thing just to then change out of it i'm like what yeah that's so insane but that i could just be i watched a lot of say yes to the dress in middle school dude <laughs> can we watch say yes to the dress after this I, oh my god i'm so down it's do really good yeah. i'm so down to watch say yes to the dress i think it's cute and fun i do just think people should not feel pressured to have two dresses yeah when there's already just, there's so much cost that goes into weddings. It's ridiculous. The other thing I run into with the dress change, people will have like four. You know? There are some people who, yeah, they, like some celebrities now will have, yeah, instead of just a ceremony and a reception. And I'm like, what are you, how many, when are you even changing? Every single person who has more than two outfits at their wedding should go to jail. Do not pass go. <laughs> do not collect $200. Go it's, straight to jail. You're like missing the point of what the event is, I think, at that point. And how much time are you spending changing? Yeah. Because those dresses are not easy to get in or out of. No, that poor maid of honor that's just back there cinching her like 15 times throughout yeah. the night. I don't. Yeah. I would happily put this in like B tier. I think it's good when it's good. And I think it's bad when it's bad. B tier. Yeah, I would say I would say for me a B or a C, but I'll, I'll go with B. Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have the Pizza Hut player of the game guest tradition suggestion. <laughs> Bridal party co-fraternization. What? Talking about sex amongst Sorry, the bridal party participants. I think it's fun and funny. It's a tradition that is pragmatic. <laughs> The bride and groom, they're cresting on a wave of dopamine and serotonin so fresh that it would put any SSRI to shame. You've got two people on the day whose job is to run things and make sure it all goes smoothly. And so they're high stress. Mm -hmm. But then once you're at the reception and things are going smoothly and you're four drinks in, you're coming down off of an adrenaline high that no one else in the room can match. And so it only makes sense that those two are going to shack up later. Absolutely. But yeah, I don't even think the stereotype necessarily only applies to maid of honor and um, no, certainly true. Yeah. To the point where I've seen people who are like, oh, my God, my boyfriend is in a wedding. He's going to have to walk down the aisle with some girl. I hope she doesn't get any ideas like <laughs> which then it's like chill out. Like now you're being annoying or your relationship is bad and that might not be all your fault. Yeah, I think it's fun and funny unless you're like taking it too far. I feel like that's just kind of my opinion on all of these. Yeah, I think if you are going into it expecting that like, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a groomsman. That means I'm going to fuck. Then, um, you know, jerk off before you come to the wedding. <laughs> like, I don't want you overflowing with semen and getting weird on, on oh, a boy. day that's meant to be fun. <laughs> but if you're if, if it ends up happening, it's icing on the cobbler. It's crumble on the cobbler. For it's sure. the crumble on the cobbler. <laughs> Uh, it's very Chandler Ring and Monica Geller pills. Yes, that's, that's exactly they are, what it is. They are the blueprint there. Wedding parties in general. I think it's cute. I think it's fun. I don't think I would have one personally. Interesting. That means nobody can get it on with I know. With How each disappointing. Other. I mean, they still can. You're actually ruining this experience for so many other people, Gabby. <laughs> 
Have you considered that, that this day is not about you? Look, I've been very inconsiderate with my plans and I apologize to everyone. Well, I'm glad you've now realized that. And do you have something you'd like to say to me? No. What was I supposed to say? Will you be my maid of honor? But it's not. A, okay, it's fine. It's, not a, it's fine. I'm not. It's fine. At my wedding, why should I be the only one having fun? A. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to put both bridal parties and this just in A. If it's one of those things where it's like someone forms a love connection and like then gets married because of. Then you get royalties. You get- <laughs> for their entire marriage. Yeah. You get like 10% of gifts like from their wedding. Absolutely. Oh my God. That would be iconic. But like, I think that that's such a cute meet cute story that I'm like, I can't not support it. Oh yeah. That too. I cannot not support it. It doesn't have to happen. It's not an essential, but like if it does and then that's your story and then I'm forever just a main character in your life. Love it. That's just what this is about. (laughs) Anyways, I need to go to therapy. (laughs) All right, everybody. Let's do a review of what we've got in F tier. The garter toss, smearing cake in face at reception. Correct. Yes. C tier, child-free weddings and destination weddings. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think that those those are both very, do what you feel. They're divisive. Yeah. B tier, you've got a pet as flower girl slash ring bearer and the concept of dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Also dress changes. Yeah. Then in A tier, we've got first looks, unplugged weddings. And fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy with this list. I think that we have done good. I agree. I agree. Good job, everyone. If you Woo-hoo. have any thoughts that you'd like to share with yeah, us, did right. we get it wrong? Did we get it right? Hit us up on Instagram and let me know. I'd love to hear. At what.tf podcast. So, Ryan, it's time. Now that we've been through some some recent trends, some, some traditions mm-hmm. in the wedding space. I'd love to know. Okay. What would your ideal day look so I've like? I've jotted a few things down while we were talking. I, I've split it into ceremony and a reception. Okay. Love. So the ceremony, I think a religious figure, optional. Basically, if my, if my partner wants one involved, that's fine. We'll bring one in. If they are also neutral on it, I kind of want to bring in a friend. Like, I feel like someone... Love that. Someone close to me that could do like a great job. I think Eric would do a great job. Oh, shit. Yeah, my dad would do a good job. Oh, he'd be a phenomenal officiator. Um, he would have everyone in tears. He'd have you laughing. Mm. He'd have you crying. That's, yeah. Oh, my God. Is he like available? He would know, he would know to move out of the way <laughs> for the first kiss, too. Oh, my God. He's so he, smart. He would be like prepped and ready to go. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aww. Well, you know, we'll see if he's free. <laughs> Oh my God. Can you like drop me a Calendly link? Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll around, I'll be flexible around his schedule. <laughs> I also like the idea of custom vows, like write your own vows, but Love that. like we got a character limit on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like write your own vows, but I don't want this to be a twit longer because the ceremony's for you, but you got a lot of people in attendance. So let's keep it moving. I don't have strong feelings about decor but i do think that logistically i'm doing it inside i know people love a little beach wedding or a little like forest wedding or whatever just basing that on twilight to be honest with you (laughs) but it's it's weather dependent and i just think that that's risking a lot for something that you're investing quite a bit of cash into yeah i'm doing it inside oh yeah Especially because, like, we're here in the UK. Yeah. Right. In the it's UK. It's going to rain. Yeah. It will rain. It just will. So those are my ceremony desires. Love. 
as you'll notice, there wasn't a ton of aesthetic choices in there. I think that's a good thing. I think that that's going to please whoever, my partner, you know, what, what they want. You know, for the reception, I also don't have that many aesthetic ideas, although I kind of like the idea of using the space as it is going kind of minimalist with our own decor, but picking a space that suits us really, really well. I like that. I think that would also like save you money. That's a massive money saving hack. Absolutely. And you know what we're going to use that money on? Let's hear it. Catering, baby. We're going to have a full set of food trucks. Yeah, baby. I don't want to be serving chicken or fish. I want to be serving street tacos or street pizza or whatever, man. Streetza, Stracos. Let's get plated dinner away from me. That I think is definitely a move because it's way more delicious than you know, uh, you know, whatever catering service, sous vide 400,000 chicken breasts, you know, that are all just boring. Get it out of my face. I don't want that. Get yeah. me the fat shallot, a food truck in Chicago. Bring them to me. I was just going to say the market research for that would be really fun. Just sampling different food trucks and like building your roster. That's basically what my whole life has been building <laughs> towards. Yeah. It's been leading up to mm-hmm. this moment. Yeah. You guys were on Pinterest. I was walking the streets <laughs> trying to find the best damn taco stand in the whole damn world. Oh my yeah. God. He's been prepping for his wedding since he was born. I love that. <laughs> and then my final reception idea mm-hmm. is we, we sort of already touched on it earlier, but no cake. <laughs> yeah. We're cobbling. I think you can have like a cupcake to be with the tradition, but like. Oh, Sure. I'm glad I'm I'm loving the positive reception. I think it was mostly because I didn't go super aesthetic. Like all of my choices didn't clash with any of your guys' Pinterest preferences. I mean, if you had to like gun to your head, <laughs> okay. pick an aesthetic. Oh God. Do it, Ryan. Do it can it. be a theme, uh, but I will laugh at you. <laughs> a theme? Isn't the theme wedding? No, people no. will do like my Star Wars wedding. No, well that's ridiculous. It doesn't need to be like that theme. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Welcome to the Black Parade. Oh my God. Oh my Valid. Valid. God. Based. Based. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my Emo God. Emo kids. Bride in a black dress. Dude, I need to throw out my Pinterest board and start from zero. <laughs> Never. <laughs> we did it, Joe. When I was a young bride, my father walked me down the aisle <laughs> and gave me away. Ring, ring, ring. Oh my goodness, the call's coming from inside the podcast. What? Let me check my phone, guys. Hello? Hello? Oh, shit. It's Gerard Way. (gasps) Gerard. Yeah. Um, Hey, can I get you to... Oh, you're... Okay. Later. Tried to get him to come perform at my wedding. Instead, he just said, it's time for me to end the show. So... Oh, no! Ladies and gentlemen, that is our time today. So... We're just going to have to move on to finding out what we all learned. Emma, tell us. I learned that Andrew Garfield is nearly 40 years old. And in my head, he was like 32. You're welcome. That is he a vampire? Do we know? Ryan, what did you learn? TMZ's got nothing on this. <laughs> is that what you learned? Yes. That is exactly what I learned. I'd know nothing. And yet I was able to intuit using my powers as both an empath and the rightful heir to the Iron Throne to decipher who likes who. And I was never good at that in primary school. So it's good that I've skilled up. <laughs> I learned so much about local wrestling. <laughs> um, 
information that I like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't really like that. It's in my brain now. Oh, you're going to hate after the show. When I give you a blow for blow recount of the Rey Mysterio against Batista fight where he <laughs> gets a surprise. <laughs> pin at if you liked our show, we would love it. If you gave us a five star review on whatever platform you're listening on, whether that be Spotify or Apple podcasts, we don't care. We don't, we don't judge whatever works best. As long as you give us a five star review, we'll love you anyways. You can also stay in touch with us on our social media channel on Instagram at what.tfpodcast. Again, that is what.tfpodcast. You can follow us there for memes, uh, show updates. More some, stories. Uh, more stories. I mean, the asshole posts. Competitions and to be on the show. We did recently have a competition to be on the show. And so, I don't know, if you want to be on the show, stay tuned for that and you'll want to follow along to see. There's also really cute pictures of Emma's cat, Bob we love it's true bob show mascot bob our love our life our legend he is on there <laughs> well i reckon that's about as much content as we can squeeze out of ourselves today but before you go oh she's got a question oh this i week. snuck into it everybody look out if you were a kind of pie what kind of pie would you be chocolate pudding coconut cream wow i didn't expect you guys to have answers so quickly <laughs> This piece of content for only social plugs, but plugs. Can we do something with this? No, we can do something with unplugged wedding. I didn't want to say it. Mm, like yep, we said yep. something about plugged reception. I thought that plugged reception. Right, right. She did say that. And I was thinking like, ooh, pegged reception. You know what I mean? Plugged reception. You have to be wearing a butt plug or you're not allowed. In. Anyway, Ben, would love to hear your thoughts on this. Bye. We Bye. love you.